0: Welcome back, everybody, to the Paddle On Podcast, Spockfix Movies, All-Star Wars Podcast, where we are breaking down everything from the galaxy far, far away. I am your host, Jake, and I a -A Qui-Gon And As I mentioned, this is our All-Star Wars show. Uh, But for the time being, we're going to be focusing on the movies because we are doing a series of shows here breaking down the best moments in the Star Wars Skywalker trilogy. And it is not just me today. I am also joined by my two fellow panel members. First off... I have Grant Amosino, Mr. Brian Amosino. How are you doing? Not too bad. Ready to go. And all the way across Sacramento at his home, Skyping in once again, is Obi-Wan Jacoby. How are you doing? Are you smashing today? How are you doing?
1: Hello there. Not yet, but I will be <laughs> once once my t-shirt arrives. That is true. Yes.
0: a Good, seg- good segue. Good segue. Uh, if you are interested in getting a Padawan Podcast shirt or a Fandalorian Club or a cool moment from... Uh, the show we have stuff up on Team Yeah, T-Public. like this one. Oh, I dope! Wait, 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 wait. He's got the in a Good Way shirt. Oh. How did it turn out? It turned out pretty good. It is
1: Jake. It is so good. <laughs> it looks like a professional T-shirt. Yes. So pumped! It is so that's good. Awesome. It has. To, it's best on black. I didn't get any other colors, but I, it's best that's what on I figured black. The, the color's is. Are gonna
0: pop a little yeah. bit more. I didn't. The entire it's, time I had no. I didn't even notice that you were wearing it. No idea.
1: Yeah, I was trying to cover it. <laughs> I was like this, if you guys didn't know. Yeah, Brian, you'll have to check it out on the
0: replay. It. <laughs> oh, yeah. it looks it looks really good. So. It's really that's awesome. good. Uh,
1: I just got it. This that's awesome. Well, he
2: brought his off-the-grid one
1: yesterday, and that one looked...
0: Really? It, it looked
2: very, like, retro 90s nice. with the colors. It was,
0: yeah. it was dope. Nice. Cool, cool. Well, I'm excited. That's awesome. Uh, okay, so as I mentioned, uh, we're covering uh, each trilogy in the Skywalker Saga. Uh, we did the original trilogy for our first episode, which is two weeks ago. We did the prequel trilogy last week, and now we are on to the sequel trilogy, our final trilogy in the nine movies, um, which will finish off by doing an ultimate um, collaboration of a list of best moments in the Skywalker trilogy. But for today, we're focusing on The Force Awakens, The Last Jedi, and The Rise of Skywalker. Um, If you have not joined us before, first of all, go check out those uh, videos. Second of all, the way it works is we basically just run through our list five through one. We go one at a time, and we break them down, talk about them a little bit, if someone does a repeat of something, we don't talk about it too much. We just kind of mention it, maybe give our quick thoughts, and then move on. And so, um, did anybody have a very difficult time doing this? Because I will say this. This was, this was the hardest time I had doing out of any of the three so far,
1: personally. Really? Yes. Can, can I ask why? Like, There's why it was the I just felt
0: like there were more moments to think about in this one than there were the past two trilogies.
1: Okay, for me it was difficult for the opposite reason. I had less In- moments. Interesting. Uh, yeah. Same same uh, yeah. for you I agree
2: with Jacob.
0: Huh. Yeah. All right, fair
1: enough. You know, and I think part of it is we've had years, decades to dissect those other films and turn things into moments. And I think these movies are so new that we haven't had time to do that yet. So that's probably what why.
0: Well I've that's only fair. seen
2: Rise of Skywalker twice, so yeah. Yeah.
1: True. Yeah have to play it yeah.
0: off memory but okay fair enough
1: i might have one or two from that movie we'll see oh. interesting
0: um all right well let's go ahead and start this off i'm gonna shoot it over to our fellow skype member uh mr barley yes. why don't you go ahead and kick us off man what is your fifth best moment of Wasn't the I supposed to this one no you started the last one okay never mind. yeah come on i know yeah, i know that's what i true I'm
1: because <laughs> i started the yes. original trilogy one then brian started the exact exactly. one exactly uh okay so this uh you, there's a lot of and we'll do honorable mentions I guess yes after, we will Yeah, like after we're done okay so this one it's the last one on a list always is the one that almost didn't make it right and this is one that almost didn't make it but it took the cake for n- number five overall moment of the sequel trilogy and that is uh, the opening of The Force Awakens and Brian and I were literally just talking about this last night when Kylo Ren comes off of his ship and the dialogue between him and Lorsan Tekka r.i.p max
0: vancetta
1: yes exactly and that dialogue between them when he he's like you know you're you came from this family and he says you're right and the thing is that's that's our introduction to kylo ren and as as kylo ren and he just is so menacing and so awesome the mask the voice everything was just so cool and it was obviously it was a play on vader but it was different than vader it was like this young this young teenager trying to replicate vader but it was still cool in its own way and i just still to this day kylo ren is my favorite character in this new trilogy and i love that dialogue between him and San anteca because San Tekka is trying to tell him you come from a family of good of jedi of luke and leia you can't
2: deny who you and truly are Nice. Yeah, yes. exactly.
1: You can't deny who you truly are. Lorsantek is saying, You have good in you. But Kylo says, You're right. And he's talking about how he's Vader. He's a descendant of Vader. So there's this double meaning b- behind it where one of them means one thing, one of them means the other. And it is such a brutal thing because even though we don't see it on screen, he slices this way. So if you would have seen that, he literally sliced him, is it diagonally? Yes. Just like right through the chest right here and i'm just that's brutal so i i don't not that i want good characters to die but that was just a great moment for me and i that's why i love the opening of the force awakens
0: yeah it's uh it's it's definitely one of the more um straight to the point and almost dark moments that's happened in an opening um i mean off the top of my head all of them are are relatively have their dark moments but off the top of my head, the darkest one that I can think of is the beginning of the movie of uh, or the franchise in A New Hope. Like that was kind of like the, it's kind of similar. Yeah, very very like trying to get answers, finding out questions. You know, in the first one they're looking for the map of the Death Star. This one they're looking for the map of Luke Skywalker, um, which is kind of a trend of the Force Awakens uh, in entirety. But um, yeah, it's it's a great moment. The only the only thing I will say is that it left us hanging for. Lor Santeca, which I wanted more of so much. Absolutely, um, yeah. We got him in, in comic books and, and a book, but uh, I definitely would have loved to have seen him more. But, it, yeah, I mean, you had Poe in there as well at the very beginning with BB-8. You kind of get the introduction of them as well. Um, and then you get the introduction of Finn, obviously kind of leading to that. So yep. there's a lot of things happening in that scene, but as far as Kylo goes, and not even to mention, he, he holds a laser blast back. Like, and it's just sitting there yeah. while he's having this conversation
1: that's and, true. Yeah, I almost made that the moment, but I was more, I am I like the conversation between them a little yeah, bit Yeah, and,
0: and him holding the blaster bolt's like, okay, this is a new Star Wars. <laughs> they are fully showing us that Force powers aren't just what we know of in the past. Like, they can do more powerful stuff like that. The fact that he doesn't even have his hand up and he's just sitting in the back of his head, like, still staying there. That's a very, very cool moment for sure.
2: Yeah.
0: Nothing else to say? Nope. Ma- I I'm imagine it's probably on your list then. Maybe, who knows? <laughs> All right, let's move on to uh, to Brian's number five. What is your fifth best moment of the sequel trilogy? So if you noticed, I was on my phone
2: right at the beginning of Jacob talking because I actually changed my last one uh, while Jacob was talking because I was thinking about it, been pondering it, and it actually took over, and that is when Rey shoots, shoots the lightning out of her hand. Uh, when they're fighting, when her and Kylo are... Fighting?
0: They pull, they're they're pull. force-pulling force in pull. the desert of Pisana.
2: Would you call that a pull-fight,
0: though? They're compl- can- um, I don't know. I'd call that a... I'd call that a, a, a
1: struggle? I don't know. A I'd call that quarrel, a... Quarrel, a,
0: tussle. a tussle? A
1: force tussle?
0: force quarrel? A stare-down is what I would call it.
1: Showdown? Well, they were both... Uh, kind of a showdown of their pulling mm-hmm. power. Yeah,
2: so... Um, now, the reason I switched it... Because I was thinking to myself... Like, to me, a lot of these moments... Was like either moments that like left an impact on me or a a moment I remember, like my reaction in the movie. Like that was what I was trying to put on my list, and the one I had before this. I don't think I really had one of those, so it bumped it. Um, Because I remember going, "What the?" And literally like swearing at the moment, going like what just happened? Like, and stupidly, like it didn't even click to me. I think I was so stunned that she did it that like, like, mm-hmm. Oh, she could be Palpatine. Mm-hmm. some related. Like, cause it was just like, Holy crap. Like this just happened. And there's very few moments that I can, can, and probably will always remember having such a reaction to. And that, that to me, that if you're going to, If it's if it's gonna leave that big of an impact on you, it it has to be in your list. So that that would be my number five.
0: Thoughts, Jacob?
1: Um, that's a really cool moment that I enjoy. Um, I don't want (laughs) to talk about it. (laughs) Okay, uh, I'll I'll talk about it. It's
0: fine. I'll talk about it. Um, look, (laughs) no, this this is a a really really cool moment because it's the. Outside of Palpatine, it's obviously the only part, or only time it's ever happened. Or excuse me, Palpatine, see- Dooku, and now Rey are the only. Well, two. Well, I was gonna say oh, just
1: doesn't. because she does Force lightning doesn't mean she's related. To yes, it, it
0: does not. It's 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 a it's a power of the Sith, and that's why um, that's why most of us didn't think of Palpatine in that time because it's a power of the Sith. That, that's what they do. Uh, we never saw Vader do it. Uh, that's because, I mean, I don't know why, but maybe that's just a power he didn't need. It would look, um, probably
2: because it would short out his stuff.
0: Short out his system? Yeah, yeah. probably. I, probably. <laughs> um, like, but yeah, no, it's it's a very cool moment because, um, one, you see Ray and, and Kylo kind of going back and forth with this struggle between the two of them, right? Kind of both showing off in one way about their powers and seeing how powerful each, each other are. But also, uh, you know, if you're watching the movie for the first time... It's also the emotional factor that she possibly just killed Chewie. And that's a, yeah. that's also a moment that, you know, obviously when we look at it as as fans or just as movie people in general, we think to ourselves, okay, yes, she could have killed Chewie, but more than likely she didn't kill Chewie. It's just kind of like a twist moment. But if you really think about it, those people who don't think like that, it's a moment where it like really hits them because she lightened Chewie to the ground. Yeah. And so... Um, and also, it just looks a lot better now than it did 10 years ago, 40 years ago with yeah. the lightning and everything. Um, and you see the face, the struggle on, on Daisy Ridley's face, and she acted it so well, which makes it so much more of a powerful moment.
2: Yeah. So, yeah. that That's why it had to move into into the top five for me. That's a
0: good choice. I never would have thought that would
1: have been the. Here. One of the better ones in uh, Rise of Skywalker, for okay.
2: sure. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting.
0: Interesting. Okay. Um, all right. So moving on to my fifth best moment. Um, I had a hard time with this fifth spot, as as you guys did as well, I imagine. Um, there are a lot of moments that I really wanted to put in this fifth spot. Um, but the one that I'm going to be going with is from the Rise of Skywalker, and it is the disappearing lightsaber trick between Ooh. Rey and Kylo. Oh, that's a um, good one. And it...
1: I didn't think of that. It kind, honest, of, it kind of
0: extends into the fight, uh, the back and forth fight for the two of them as well. Um, you know, you have Rey fighting fighting the Sith guards and you have Kylo fighting the Knights of Ren. Um, you see that cool moment with Kylo where he kind of just does the, or Ben Solo, I should say, you know, does the shrug with the saber and he's like, yeah, I have the saber now. Like, what's going to happen? And Rey really showing off her skills as a Jedi, you know, uh, maneuvering blaster bolts or blaster shots to another guard and... And using her saber to block him at the same time. Like their abilities are really on, on display here. Um, but it all started with that moment of her, you know, looking like she's giving in a Palpatine, and then they do um, the the dyad force trick between the two of them. And they and it starts off with them <laughs> looking at each other, and then, you know, we think it's coming, but we don't know if it's coming, and then it happens, and um very, very cool moment and something that is like, you you look at it and you're like, okay, that's obvious that's going to happen, but in the moment you're thinking to yourself, you're, you're, well, you're not thinking to yourself that that's going to happen, because it just kind of happens out of nowhere, and that's credit to J.J. and how he kind of handled it as a filmmaker, but uh, yeah, definitely one of the cooler moments in Star Wars for me, because uh, and, and the sequel trilogy in general, just because I never would have expected to see um, things transferred like that through the force, like, that being a power is so out there, um, definitely one of the cool force powers they introduced in this trilogy for sure yeah no, I mean I I don't
2: think I saw that coming when she did that like
0: I didn't I, I didn't. yeah
2: so uh, yeah I wasn't expecting that I, I knew she wasn't going to strike him down just because the way she was going but I was kind of like what's happening here and then obviously that happens and you're like holy cow I mean they kind of <laughs> been teasing that like that stuff like that could happen ever since uh she was on octo where mm-hmm. the rain uh was on th- uh, kylo's gloves and stuff like that but i don't think we ever anticipated her being able to pass a lightsaber it's really cool through it so uh yeah it, it was pretty actually didn't even think of that scene that's it's a pretty cool scene
1: yeah i i love that scene and this happens a lot when you make a list you forget about some until someone else mm-hmm. mentions it and I probably, it might have snuck into my top five if I would have thought of it, because that moment is so great. It's not only great just as it's set on its own, but it's a payoff for the relationship between Kylo and Rey and what Ryan Johnson started in The Last Jedi with the Force Skyping. And you're right, Brian. I thought the, uh, hey, we're Force Skyping yeah. right yeah, now. We are, because I can't see you. <laughs> Um, Yes, we got to start calling it that. <laughs> to do this. Uh, so I never thought of it when in The Last Jedi, Kylo's gloves are mm-hmm. wet. And that was kind of the first hint that actual physical objects or a physical, a physical part could transfer in between that force connection. So that is. I, and a lot of people say J.J. Abrams was dissing Ryan Johnson the whole entire movie. And I I completely disagree with that. There might have been couple moments of shade thrown here and there but I think overall especially going with the force connection that far was paying respect to an idea that Ryan Johnson probably came up with or at least brought to life very well so I I like that moment a lot yeah. cool.
0: All right let's move on to number 4 Mr. Barley what hits that number 4 spot for you
1: So my number 4 spot is force lightning ray <laughs> the, the nice. and possibly thinking she kills uh chewy i didn't i didn't talk about it that much i won't talk about it for too much here but i will say it was a major shock no pun intended in a couple ways uh because you don't expect her the lightning to come out of her hand but also killing chewy even though for for most of us we immediately thought of, oh, what about that shot in the trailer when... Don't lie. Are the I was box? sitting you know? next to you. You <laughs> were like, if Chewie stood, <laughs> I,
2: I swear to God.
1: <laughs> no, but here's the thing. We've seen t- trailers where they mani- where they manipulate us and show us things that aren't in the movie to trick us. So it's possible they could have done that. So there was a possibility that they killed Chewie, but they're never going to kill Chewie is the thing. It's more so than the trailer thing. It's more that... You just you can't kill Chewbacca. It's people would be so mm-hmm. upset, and they could if they want to. But that's just it's like killing the dog in the movie. It's something that you just stay away from if you can, unless it's a John Wick situation where it's the motivating factor. But I just really enjoy the moment because it hints at us that she's going towards the dark side, not necessarily that she's a Palpatine, but that she is really headed towards this path in the dark side. And you mentioned her performance, Jake. When she says, screams Chewie in that moment, we talked about it before. Daisy Ridley is at yep. her best yeah. ever in any yep. movie in The Rise of yep. Skywalker. And, and that's why I, I still love that movie. And I'm, I'm probably going to buy it on digital because I can't wait until it comes out on-
0: Whoa, wait, hold on. Oh, wait, whoa, uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's, let's, let's back up a second. You love this movie? Of course. This is the first I'm hearing of it? I was no, no, no. I was on an island on. three months ago by myself loving this movie. I didn't see no, Here's liked the thing. Light, light, light. That's different. Light. I think I loved it.
1: I love every Star Wars movie. Keith suck it. But thing is, I was disappointed though, and I'm still am disappointed in this movie overall. Because think about this, Jake. It's the it's the end of the Skywalker saga. I know. It, <laughs> It, and it's not that it's easy to make a good movie, but it should have been, like, just the best. Not the best overall movie, but it should have been cool. Maybe it is the best and overall movie. And I just movie. think it was good. But I still love it. Crap, the more we're talking about this, the more
0: things,
2: parts of that movie <laughs> I'm
1: thinking. Stop, stop that thinking. I know, I What's know,
0: what is, <laughs> <that's been fun. laughs> what is your number four on the uh, best of the sequel to the uh,
2: My number four is uh, from the same movie. So uh, are all of ours from the rise of
1: skywalker so far? No, mine was from Got it, yes. Got it. Got it. Okay. Um
2: mine is my fifth. Yeah. Mine is the um, the Death Star fight scene of episode 9 when they're not
1: when oh, they're I'm in the water in the, in the rain water. Rain got it. Ooh, got it. Ooh, that's a good one. I didn't think of either. That's that's a great fight. When he fight.
2: comes out of the water it was like a total just,
0: badass yeah. just soaking wet. That Imagine how many times he had to do that. Oh, sucks. <laughs> uh,
2: but yeah, just that whole situation, just like it's going down. They're they're leaping and jumping with every ounce <laughs> of the force. It's full like, on
0: Sith versus Jedi at that moment. Yeah,
2: and it it was just wild. It was a scene that I mean, the fact that they thought of like let's have them fight on the Death Star is just it's it's awesome because I. I remember when we did our reaction I immediately caught it and just like I could have never even imagined that it would go to that point and just yeah it's 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 the lightsaber battle for the most part of the trilogy I mean other than the first movie there wasn't lightsabers did not physically touch in the second movie Mm um eighth movie second of this trilogy um uh, so I mean, and the only other time was uh, the snow fight scene. So I mean, it, it they had to make it good, and you're gonna have them fight on the destructed, destroyed Death Star, in a watery environment. It's just it's just awesome,
1: and the music. I agree with you, Brian. That it is the best lightsaber, lightsaber on lightsaber fight in yeah. this trilogy. It, it really is. And to add the fact with the flipping, I love that they're flipping and over the waves and just from one part of the ship to the other, it reminds me of the prequels and the Clone Wars. It's the closest thing we get to that. Uh, so I, I really do love that fight for sure. Yeah,
0: there's a, there's a lot of moments that, that are kind of attached to that as well. Obviously the one where Kylo first shows up and Daisy Ridley has that incredibly great moment where she says, give it to me. Like she, like that. It's so oh, she's good the way she handles that, and then it kind of goes into the lightsaber fight, and then it ends with Leia and the impact on both of them, and then it really ends with the Han Solo situation. And so there's a lot of things that are connected to it, but the lightsaber fight in general is brilliant. Um, it's kind of a, um, it's kind of a one hundred and eighty on that snow fight, snow fight scene from the Force Awakens because at that time. Um, Ray was winning and Kylo was kind of burnt out because he had been hit by Chewie's bowcaster. This time, Kylo was beating Ray because he was just overpowering her. He oh he yeah. yeah. and so um, it's a really cool contrast to that scene. Um, and the way that their their abilities had just been evolved since then, the way they were holding the sabers, the way they were swinging the sabers, um, Daisy doing the flipping and then ultimately outsmarting him. Uh, or not outsmarting him, I guess. I guess Leia had a, had a hand in hand in that, but um, definitely a very great uh, choreographed scene and very well shot too, and well timed with all the water and the CGI that was involved. And so it made it for it was a very cinematic moment. Yeah,
2: and we know that I'm the scores guy, so that score with it too.
0: Seriously? <laughs> no, I'm just
2: kidding. I'm kidding. Seriously. I'm kidding. You to this day, isn't? Do you say you hear dual fates in that part? I do. I do. See, I need to rewatch it. Yes. Yeah. I, I mean, maybe I maybe, maybe I'll
0: be mistaken when I rewatch it. Um, but yeah, we'll see. Yeah. But yeah,
2: that's my, my number
0: four. All right. Uh, don't worry about the, the thing that happened with Jacob there for a second, guys. The Skype guy just kind of went wacky <laughs> for a quick second, but he's back. No yeah, worries. Yeah, I could he's back. still
1: hear you guys perfectly. Yeah, it so, was just the camera yeah, it did up, something yeah. weird, but
0: hey, it's we're still going. So uh, All right. My number four. Um, surprise, surprise. It comes from a little movie called The Last Jedi. Um, and it is Luke's crate projection at the end of the film um, aka his fight with Kylo aka his moment with Leia with the dice Um, the whole thing about him projecting himself across the galaxy onto crate and outsmarting his nephew and ultimately turning the resistance back into a stronghold for the galaxy Um, you know multiple reasons why I love this moment, Uh, one it Officially solidifies Luke as the greatest Jedi to ever live, in my opinion. Um, most, most powerful. powerful yes, sure. that, that's actually probably a better way to say it. Yeah. Most powerful Jedi to ever live. Um, it's the first time that we know that we had ever seen someone project himself like that um, in that capacity. Um, I have
2: a feeling that's gonna be, he's going to be the only one that's ever
0: done that. Probably. Uh, it, we've, we've known throughout the history of Star Wars that certain Jedi have certain powers and I would definitely say that that's probably a power that is just gonna be for him for now. Um, That doesn't mean it can't be taught, obviously. Um, So, but yeah, it just, and then obviously the conversation with Kylo as well, how he's just kind of out tricking him and out-smarting him and um, kind of toying with him a little bit and making him a little bit more angry, but also just kind of bringing him off hinge to a point where he doesn't know where he lies in the situation. Um, And the sad, terrible moment of his last moment with Leia, obviously. Uh, that conversation, uh, but just the whole thing by what Ryan Johnson did and the idea of it. Um, no matter how I feel about the movie, uh, I thought it was brilliantly done as far as uh, storytelling goes and kind of how it fit in the story and it made sense. Um, I didn't like how they handled Luke the entire movie, but for that moment, I liked how they handled Luke, and I thought it was a very powerful moment, not just in the sequel trilogy, but but the entire Skywalker uh, saga in general.
2: Yeah, I I agree. It I, I it, it's so funny because when you look back at that scene, he gives you so many clues that he's not there.
0: The no, the foot not sliding with the salts yeah. and there's no so
2: many mm-hmm. think, clues that like even even to give you like wait a minute, like something's mm-hmm. up. Like you don't even pick up on that. And then when it happens you're like what? Yeah, he's not there? Like it it's Brilliant on that part, and um, it makes me immediately think of when uh, Kylo uh, tells them to fire on fire, fire on that man. Keep going. It, yeah, and it just keeps <laughs> going, and it's just yeah. And then he just literally just goes. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah, it. he shrugs it off. Yeah. So yeah, it's a it's a brilliant scene, and to be honest, I I almost kind of like don't want anyone ever to be able to do that again. I'm with you because. I'm with you. I mean, like, we've never heard of it, like, that happening before. I would love for him to have been the only one to figure that out because that makes that scene in him that much more powerful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, even, even as we go into this new era of, like, the High Republic and stuff like that where there are no rules essentially at this point and we don't know what people can and can't do – I would still only love him to be the only one that could do that just because it solidifies, like, Luke Skywalker was the most powerful Jedi. And this is, this is a reason why.
1: Yeah, I I agree with you guys in the sense that I didn't appreciate it as much when I first saw it and a couple weeks or months afterwards. But looking at it now, when you look at the history of the Skywalker saga or just the history of the Jedi it is a huge moment and not only is it just showing how powerful he is but he saved the rest of those that resistance and which led to them going on to do what they did in the rise of skywalker so if luke doesn't do that who knows what happens to them they probably would have been taken Mm -hmm. down so it's a it's a huge moment and Whether I like what they did before with Luke or whether I like that he passed away right afterwards is irrelevant when you're just looking at from the moment he shows up to the moment he says, see you around, kid. That whole scene is just very entertaining and just so meaningful overall to this movie and the trilogy. So it it definitely is. And it gave us for, you know, however long the scene was, 15 minutes. It gave us the Luke that we wanted in this trilogy for at least 15 minutes, even though it was short-lived, a mirage, of... necessarily, yeah, and short-lived. Yeah. I will
2: say, one thing that ever since um, the end of uh, Rise of Skywalker, when the whole life force thing, I've kind of... Uh, now, this is just me making up my own rules, but, like, almost kind of ha- have, <laughs> like, taken that as, like, he used all of his force oh 100%, 100%. energy just like the life force Yeah, and it yeah. makes me almost okay with that now like cause I, everyone's like you can't kill like all, that whole thing but like it kind of was almost like a theme throughout this series Is like sacrifice for the greater good which I mean Han Solo did it leia did it luke did it ben did it so it i kind of have learned to like be okay with that scene because of what has progressed so i actually don't mind him dying as much
1: it's crazy you just reminded me that that whole family died which is just crazy throughout the three movies you know luke leia ben solo and then you know basically his dad and her husband and one of luke's best friends so just crazy thank god chewy lived um you can't, all right you let's can't kill the dog yeah. no you can't, you can't uh, let's move on to the podium though uh
0: jacob start us off man number three on the best moments of the sequel trilogy
1: all right now we're getting into the juicy <laughs> ones um and we are sticking with the last jedi and this moment i love this moment from the moment i saw it and this is yoda showing up to talk nice. to luke in the last jedi this is one of my favorite moments in all of Star Wars I I remember when it came out and you know we I went and saw the last Jedi three four or five times and as I was starting to dislike it more and more I started to love that moment more and more and it's just it's so nostalgic but also showing us something new it's Force Ghost Yoda and we learn something new about Force Ghost well, not necessarily. I guess the pulling the lightning from the sky and lighting the tree on fire, we didn't know they could do that. So we did learn something new. Uh, and the the, mo- the dialogue between him and Luke is so good. And Luke's going to burn down the, the little hut that has the, the – he thinks the books are still in there. But I think Yoda knows that they're not, so he's just toying with Luke this whole time uh you know whether he burns it down or not doesn't matter because yoda's just kind of toying with him and then it ends with them just sitting back you see a shot behind them with the with the little hut on fire and it's just an amazing shot uh so i i really love that and uh, i think luke the way luke says uh um, Master Yoda and it's just he it makes him sound young kind of like the way when he says R2 when he first see when he sees R2 in the Falcon so I it's one of my favorite moments in the last Jedi for sure yeah
0: I, I'm, I'm 100% with you uh, I I'll, I'll save most of my comments for later but um I've looked since that it's one of my favorite shots in all of Star Wars the moment you mentioned about the camera shot from behind I've looked for that as a canvas art piece for so long because I feel like if someone were to draw that, it, it would look incredible with the with the temple on fire uh, in front of them, and then just a behind the shot piece of Luke and Yoda there. Um, oh yeah, definitely, definitely one of the not just the best moments in the Last Jedi, but like you said, in all of Star Wars for sure.
2: Yeah, I, I another one that it just there's so many that I just completely forgot about, and um, it it just it. It's funny because the more we're talking about this, and the more that we're picking different things, it's making me think of how much better these were than they people were talking about them. Uh, the, mo- the even the small moments and stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean the fact that he he's dead in a force ghost and just went psh, and uh-huh. pulled the lightning. It's mm-hmm. like they're dead, but like, are they really mm-hmm. like? So it kind of just gives you that extra thought of like oh okay because it's it for them death really isn't the end um, so yeah it's it's a wild scene and I love I I, I like that Jacob said he's toying with him because he probably was he probably knew that she had the books he's just like s- screwing with him at this point and just because he kind of always was screwing with them on Dagobah and just <laughs> said like sorry about it like just did it so
0: yeah Cool. Um, all right, well, let's move on to yours, Brian. What is your third spot for the best moment in the sequel trilogy? Mine is actually Jacob's fifth,
2: I think it was, which is the opening to The Force Awakens. Nice. Uh, nice. Just because, again, I'm a sucker for the sentimental of just, I got to be a kid again. I got to sit in a theater watching a, a Star Wars movie that I didn't think was ever going to happen and just the excitement. I remember where I was. I was not remember who I was with. Uh and it, it's just it's something that's awesome and just how that opened. I love the scene where they're in the ship in the stormtroopers. Oh, the lights are going in and out. Oh, yes. Like that oh my god. Oh,
1: Yeah, that's a great. That
2: might be shot. just like one of my shot favorite top 5 shots of the whole entire trilogy just how cool it is and then your Literally, they're starting off with the bad guy. Like, you're just like, who is this at this point? Like, I mean, you're just, it's just the way he looks, the way he's talking. He just slaughters a guy, and just, and then you get Captain Phasma. I'm as unfortunate as that whole situation was, but for her to come on in that scene, just like it's just it was a brilliant way to start the whole entire thing, and it's just I uh, yeah, it's it's
0: great. It's a great opening to a movie. Cool. Yeah. Any, any thoughts on that one, Jacob, since you already mentioned it?
1: Uh, well, I, I will say I, I'm glad you have that on your list, Brian. And I, It is a really brutal and dark scene because we see the stormtroopers shooting down those townspeople. Mm-hmm. They have them all huddled into a circle, and they're all blasting them. And it's like, even though we don't see it on screen, they're just straight up murdering yeah. them. It's like a firing squad. It is a firing and, squad. And... We see Poe, or no, not Poe, but we see Finn not doing it, which was our kind of introduction to Finn. And does he have the blood on his helmet? At that no, point? not at that point. No, at that point. No, not yet. No, that
2: was yeah. He oh, okay. he already did that part. That oh no
0: no, no you're right.
2: Uh...
1: I don't know. I have to I I have to rewatch it. Yeah, it can go either way. Yeah, but either way, and then the way the way you see Kylo look at him afterwards, <sighs> and Kylo knows that he wasn't shooting. Uh, so that it's just a great moment for sure cool
0: all right well my number 3 uh also sticking with the force awakens um something that has already been uh, mentioned i believe by Brian is the kylo ren and Rey fight in at the end of force awakens um the star killer base fight as oh, we will nice. call it um yeah look uh we we had mentioned we've mentioned multiple times how the sequel trilogy they didn't have a lot of lightsaber fights there was a lot of lightsabers but there weren't a lot of lightsaber fights um and this is one of those moments of the lightsaber fights that stood out, and it just kind of blew you away for the for, for the moment that it was. Um, you know, this was after the Finn situation. Obviously, Finn got taken down by Kylo. Ray picks up the saber. It starts off with that incredibly uh, amazing and just mind blowing moment of Ray force pulling the saber towards her, and it flying yeah. past Kylo, um, and her being like oh, my God, like, I'm in this now situation. And he's just kind of baffled at what's going on. And that line where he just says, that belongs to me. And then she just kind of lights it up. And she's like, okay, like, let's go. Um, And then you fast forward a little bit after the fight. And she has that moment where she remembers what Maz tells her about the Force. And she kind of channels the Force a little bit. She closes her eyes. And and Kylo's there staring at her. And um, it's just... The way, again, I, I always go back to this just it's because of the way I am. But the way that it was shot with certain camera angles and how fast-paced it looked. And we've talked about it multiple times about the way that both of them fight um, in that moment. Um, and kind of how Daisy Ridley, after she channels the Force, like she becomes this whole different type of person with the saber in her hand. Um, almost to, to a degree of anger in her. Uh, which obviously plays into the whole trilogy but um, I thought it was great and I thought it ended brilliantly with the with the the planet splitting in two and separating them obviously a theme in the entire movie or the entire trilogy um but yeah I, as far as the lightsaber fight goes it's definitely one of my favorites just because I thought it was you know two very young Force users battling it out one who's severely injured because we always forget how damn powerful that bowcaster is from Chewie um yeah. Every time I think about the book, I think of Kong. going, I like this. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And then you get Ray on the other side who never never done it before, but she feels this sense to do it and this sense of like belonging while doing it. Um, And so very, very strong. And I know, I'm sure we'll talk about it. Obviously, I'm sure we'll talk about it more. Um, I don't want to take too much, but uh, definitely deserving of my three spot. Um, Could have easily been two or one, but
1: I feel like my two above it are just a little bit better. So.
2: Fair enough. Fair
1: <laughs> enough. Yeah, it, the fight is very unique Star Wars fight because, like you said, we have a very injured... Someone who, if he wasn't injured, would have won the fight, no problem, but a very injured fighter, and then somebody who is familiar with combat but not with a lightsaber. Mm-hmm. So Ray is the way she's fighting more, like stabbing the sword forward like this and slicing the trees on accident, like things like that. And yeah, so it was a very, uh, a very unique fight, and I enjoy it for what it was because it was realistic. And that was one of the genius moves by JJ and Lawrence Kasdan for writing it to have Kylo be injured first, because if he wasn't injured first, there's no scene, there's no fight, there's nothing. He would have, he would have just killed them both easily, no problem. So. I, I do love the way they set that up story-wise and, and the way it works out. And there's a lot of moments within that fight, just like the, the wave was one on on the Death Star and the Rise of Skywalker. So, yeah, that's a good one.
2: I'm so mad because you said something that made me think <laughs> of a scene Sorry. that would have changed my whole entire list. <laughs> so, I'm... All right, I'm,
0: my bad. I'm turning off. I'm uh, of all right, let's move on to our uh, top two... Uh, Jacob, start us off, man. What is your second-ranked moment of the sequel trilogy?
1: Man, I had to keep this in, but my <laughs> number two is Rey pulling the lightsaber nice. out of the snow and when it oh, flies past nice. Kylo and lands into her hand. So just, I mean, the fight is great, but that yes. moment in itself yes. is so epic. I, Because it's the modern-day version of Luke in... in uh, an empire pulling it out uh, in the Wampa cave or whatever. So I, I really love this moment because it's Rila, or we see Kylo start to grab it. Right. And then it starts moving and it's the way they shoot. It makes you think it's going to, to him, but it flies right past him into her hand. And she's like, she's surprised when she catches it. She's like, what? And it's such a great moment. The way she ignites the lightsaber and the way it looks and the sound such such a beautiful moment and it, it kind of it was new for, because it was new characters new scenery but it was a familiar thing in star wars and it just it felt right so i i absolutely love that moment
2: yeah I, it's it is one of those scenes that it's like it felt like the old movie like mm-hmm. like you said and just reach out and it comes to you but it wasn't going to who we were thinking it could end up with so
1: yeah some people thought Luke w- it, it was Luke who was gonna just show up out of nowhere and grab it. yeah, like it's that, it's so. one of those
0: moments where it it brings the Star Wars magic back, where you're like, you know we we go back to yeah. the original movies and and we, and prequels as well, we We don't get those feelings anymore because we've seen them so many times. But because the movie's only five years old now, and you know we may have seen it ten, fifteen, twenty times, whatever, watching that moment still gives us those chill moments like it does watching those old moments from the original trilogy or the prequel trilogy, like when we were kids, um, it just, yeah, like there's, when when we're watching the whole thing, we don't expect it to happen, and so not only a big surprise, but it's like, okay, we're in this now, like, let's, let's go, like, it's happening, we have these two on opposite sides of the tree here, and they're going to be going at it for three movies, or however long we knew at that time, um, so definitely a moment that, I mean, I could, I could literally watch a gif of that, like, all day, just... Boom! To seeing the lightsaber oh, go yeah. back and forth into her hand, that'd be that'd be really really cool. So, all right, Brian, what is number two? My number two is the Battle of Exegol. The
2: but oh, nice the space part. Interesting. Okay. Um, just like just the whole the the ships coming, mm-hmm. the the empires. Well, no, the last what what. Is it? Um, the, the the final uh the final order, order. Final um there's ships in the sky and then uh, obviously the scene of them on the Death Star mm-hmm. or not Death Star the Star Destroyer. Star Destroyer um, just that whole I'm nothing even with the Ray Kylo like any of that just I I'm a sucker for the ships and just seeing that like every ship and then knowing that the ghost is right there too and then uh, and then they're on top of one of the ships with the space horses and it's just like that whole thing there, there's shots of the uh the planes just going right by ships. the ships sorry the ships flying right by while they're on the um the star destroyer it's just that whole scene i'm just like give that to me like a whole movie just like that and i will die happy well
0: it's the one thing you know obviously we want lightsaber fights but it's the one thing that we have been calling for for so long is to see space battles yeah we saw it in the opening of the last jedi right just a little bit a tiny bit we saw a little bit of it in rogue one but most of the time they were on the planet of scarif um we we were calling for some kind of space battle in the movie you know, we got it in The Force Awakens, but they were on a planet. Yeah. They were hovering above a planet. They weren't actually in space like, this, like the Death Star in the original movies. And so it gave us that sense of um, comfort going back to that because we saw all these ships going at it with TIE Fighters and X-Wings and A-Wings and, um, you know, all the, the Tantamine IV, like, all of these different ships that were in and there. B-Wings. Um, they're they're going at it in an actual space battle. And so... Um, if I was to ever choose that one as a moment uh, for me, it would it would be the moment where Lando shows up and over oh, yeah. over the, the comms with Poe, oh, and then yeah. you just see just all of them come in, and it's like your mind just like it's like oh my god, oh my god, like what's going on? But yeah. um, the whole thing is brilliant, like the way the way that I, again I'm going back to it, but the way that everything is shot with the ships and like how he holds the or how the camera is set on certain ships and. How he's following certain ones the one moment that stands out to me is the y-wing shooting the blasters underneath the star yeah. destroyer and and um dodging the two missiles and then shooting it and flying off and like uh it's really beautiful to look at and it gave us again that one thing that we've been calling
1: for for three movies so
0: yeah man, it's, just, it's just so good
1: it is a really great space battle and like i said it's so new that we haven't you know we've only seen it a handful of times so we haven't had time to Dissect every little moment that's within it, but I I do think it is a really it's one of the best things about this movie, and I like some of the stuff that's within it. For example, when uh, Zori Bliss and Babu Frick Freak show up, and hey! I, I love that movie. It's so cool, and it's, <laughs> it's not only showing us that they're still alive, but it the way they do it is is just really cool. And I a couple things about it is you know Rose Tico is for the most of the movie she's sidelined and she stays back with leia which actually makes logical sense for what they were doing uh and there there's so much going on it wouldn't it would have been too crowded if she went on the missions with them in the middle of the movie but she goes to that battle and she she's ready for war and she's there and she's fighting and so i i respect the character and it is a is a Badass moment for her, even though people don't realize that because there's so much going on. And uh, even more so, which I love from the first moment I saw it, you see when they're riding the, the space horses, and BB 8's right there next yep. to them, just hauling. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this little droid, a ball that rolls on the ground, he's going into battle. And it's you know he has some a task that he has to do, but still on his way to that he has to fight, and he he has the capabilities to do that. he has got a little fighting power. <laughs> it's like, you know, you can't you couldn't have had C-3PO stand right there running with them. You couldn't have had R2, maybe, maybe in his younger days could have been there flying next to them or something. Hey, but don't count just, R2.
2: He was on the uh, the Naboo ship. It was the last one out of that first movie.
1: Yeah. No r is great, but I, it wouldn't no. have made sense for him now in this movie to be – and he doesn't move that fast when he's on the ground. So I love watching BBH in that moment. It's so cool. And overall, it's just – as far as actual space battle with, with the ships and the way they're using them, and if you just tie in when Palpatine, you know, force lightnings, all of them at once, it's, it's really cool. I
2: love how the cameras follow the ships, mm-hmm. where it makes it feel like you're in one of the ships – flying behind them. I think that's what probably really
1: just drew that in for me. And Snap Wexley, oh, man, don't even get me started. <laughs> it's so, it sucks. I mean, the, I I don't like that he died, but it made it raised the stakes a little bit. Like at least a character that was kind of important actually died. They killed Man the
2: Nub, that's fine. They didn't have to kill Snap. They,
1: they
0: mm-hmm. did. what? They killed him off screen.
2: That's fine. He's still dead, but they shouldn't have
0: killed Snap. <sighs> he died off screen he was in one of the ships um they
2: Admiral akbar would him
0: yeah they they Admiral Ack- well, the
2: right no no Star- Admiral
0: Ark- Akbar died in front of our face Nia Nub actually died That's true. but they didn't they didn't show him dying he was just on one of the Are ships yeah
2: yeah when uh I didn't even know yeah. that when Palpatine shot the light lightning yeah he hell? was on one of the
0: ships that blew up I believe right yeah
2: yeah. alpatine sh- when he did the force lightning to the sky his ship
0: crashed
1: mm-hmm. no respect for the, the alien <laughs> characters yeah in the right yeah.
0: i know that's, t- that's yeah. wrong um all right moving on to number two before we get to our ultimate uh, best moments of the sequel trilogy um another one for me has been mentioned already but uh i do i just want to talk about it a little bit that is when yoda shows up in the last jedi for luke um on octo and oh, nice. um You know, Jacob mentioned it is a very, very important and powerful moment in Star Wars uh, for more reason than than one. But um, it's more so what Yoda had to say to Luke. and, And I'll read the dialogue that he says. Not all of it, but a little snippet. Pass on what you've learned. Strength, mastery. Hmm. But weakness, folly, failure. Also, the greatest teacher failure is like That, like, we, we, Luke, at this point, you know, we, we knew the legend of Luke Skywalker, right? He, he, you know, took down the Death Star, then he beat Vader, then he beat the Emperor, he's the savior of the galaxy, he's the last Jedi to live, right? He had this Jedi Academy, he was supposed to be the Chosen One, he's doing all these things, and he failed, and he failed, and he thought that that was wrong, he thought that that wasn't what he was supposed to be doing, so he went into hiding, he dropped everything he knew, and he felt like dropping that and leaving that behind was the best for the galaxy. He did what Yoda did, essentially. Uh well, to an extent. Yeah. I'll say to an extent. But what he didn't realize is that because he still had a lot to learn, and that is why Yoda came back to him, is that that failure would have been the reason why he would have succeeded in the future. That is why he... That's that's another... And I'm sure we'll learn this one day, but that is why Yoda is considered one of the greatest men ma- I or jedi teachers to ever live because he has failed so many times and i'm sure that story will be told at some point um that's why yoda is always the one with the knowledge always the one with the the teachings for these younglings or these padawans or even these jedi masters um because he knows the ins and outs of the force no matter what we think of him and how you know just blind that he and the rest of the jedi were his teachings are what get these jedi through these times and Luke still had learning to do and that's what he was there to do and that also helped Rey as well because that came back in The Rise of Skywalker because yeah. Rey essentially tried to do exactly what Luke did and Luke's like, no, that's not what you're doing. This is what you're doing. This is what you need to do and so he talked to Rey what he learned from Yoda and so it's kind of a trickle effect um, but the moment plays into that whole grand thing on Octo and I thought it was brilliant but more so the dialogue that Yoda has to say to
1: Luke and how impactful that was to the character of Luke.
2: Yeah. I mean
1: we We touched on it already. Yeah, I, so. I, I didn't talk about it yeah. I didn't mention the failure part because I had a feeling one of you guys were gonna bring it up again. And that dialogue is amazing because that's the theme of The Last Jedi is teaching the next generation through failure, through our failures. And it's you know, Luke failed Ben and he went away because of it and he felt like he failed the galaxy, but you know, through that, he inspired he inspired Rey and other people and does what he does at the end of The Last Jedi. And ultimately, who knows, maybe if Luke didn't fail and Ben didn't go down the dark side and then go back to being Ben Solo, they don't defeat Palpatine at the end of The Last Jedi. And maybe they don't save—Ben isn't there to save Rey if he goes down a different path. So the whole entire galaxy and story would have changed if Luke didn't fail first— oh in bringing up Ben. So Ray it's, probably would it's a really be powerful moment. If,
2: it's true. If, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, yeah. No, I agree.
0: All right, gentlemen. Well, we are at that time where we are breaking down and revealing our number one moment for the sequel <laughs> oh, trilogy of Star Wars, the Skywalker Saga. Uh, Jacob, we're going to you first, man. What is your overall number one pick for the best moment in the sequel trilogy?
1: Man. I... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry you guys let me go first that's all I'm going to say uh, it is definitely absolutely 100% the throne room scene in The Last Jedi there's no question There, it's and it's crazy because we talk about how much we love The Force Awakens and then I think some of us have came around in The Last Jedi especially myself we're definitely not as negative towards it as we were when it first came out and then uh, you know a lot a lot of us like the rise of skywalker but force awakens is always the one that everyone loved more and it's funny that the number one hands down i didn't even have to think about it the best moment is from the last jedi and i just it's so many things if you want to start from when ray and ben are ray and kylo are first going up to the up there or you're going to talk about Uh, Ben killing Snow or just them teaming up and fighting together and for me specifically it's the combat with them fighting the Praetorian Guards. That is just so amazing. So many great moments. I'm not going to mention them all because we talked about it going forward but probably my favorite is when she throws a lightsaber and he catches it and puts it through the guy's head behind him. Such an awesome moment and Snoke needed to get the hell out of there. I was glad they killed Snoke. Not, I don't know how I feel about Snoke in The Rise of Skywalker, but in that moment, killing Snoke was the right thing to do. And I remember we all freaked out when that happened. We were like, what is going on? So it is one of the best moments in Star Wars for me.
0: Um, I can say that it's not my number one, but the moment that I love in that, that whole sequence is when she screams. When she when she screams and she twists the saber at the guard and then she goes after him, um, I, oh, yeah. I like she just kind of like lets out this like angry moment, um, but yeah, the scene is the scene is brilliant and uh, you know, I've I've watched the featurettes on how they did it on the choreographed or the choreography and, and just how it was all done because you have to be, you have to be so technical in that type of moment and to get everything in place and it was uh the whole thing starting off with you know the snoke situation and them teaming up and so uh kylo bringing the saber to her and her grabbing it in the air and like there's there's definitely a lot of cool moments in it um yeah so i i, I will not argue with anybody uh, more than likely both of you <laughs> for having it at your number one
1: no just saying just saying i'm surprised it's not on your list jake that's crazy it's an honorable
0: mention and
1: I can say which which number
0: it is once we get there. <laughs> yeah, okay. it's a, it's okay. definitely a great scene, and
2: like Jacob said, one of the, it's. I mean, most people think of that scene coming out of the Last Jedi. So yeah, no, it's a, it is. It's
0: a really good scene. It's not your number one. No. Hmm. Interesting. What is your number one, Brian?
2: My number one is
0: uh, Canto Bite.
2: That is my number one clear line no mine is uh, not it's, even the a question. Guard. it's the praetorian guard yeah scene. i knew it was yeah, I, yeah. I, freaking I, have... I knew it was
1: brian's <laughs> too i felt bad going my guy, my guys
2: are right here uh you probably
0: can't even see it wait, huh? but uh that that might be the greatest Oh wait hold on a second hold on a second what? you tried to fake us out by saying canto bite yeah you out of all the other <laughs> moments you could have tried to to make it
1: seem like a general one no, chose gonna canto bite. Oh, I was gonna pick the very the worst thing the
0: worst
2: scene
1: of hey i was almost gonna choose the kylo and ray kiss as one of my <laughs> moments just to mess with you guys even though i don't mind it that would have oh, been so funny if... <laughs> but
2: uh yeah that might be the greatest scene in all of Star Wars. uh whoa, i'm whoa, i'm
0: for whoa. me Ryan said that no i know i know and i was sitting i was sitting right next he, to him and I've never, I've never yeah. heard him yell the F-word louder and more aggressive in that moment than he did then. I remember. I remember going, what
2: the <laughs> is going on?
0: We were in the, just in a like, theater at 1 a.m. and he screams, what the F, at the loudest, at the top of his lungs. And
1: Brian said at the time he was saying that it was his favorite oh. Star Wars movie. Yes. Of that. Yeah, he gave it a 10. Remember he gave The Last Jedi a 10 yeah. because of that moment. <laughs> I would
2: that moment is i i am still so high off that moment that moment is amazing it i i've literally just gone back and just turned on disney plus to watch that scene it's i I was obsessed with that scene for months after that uh, when people were dubbing in music uh over that scene and just like oh yeah it's (laughs) Uh, for me, that is probably. I, I'm trying to think. What other scene comes close? Comes next to that, and the only one that immediately always comes to my head for like a great scene is Hoth. But I think that scene might be. We'll, we'll find out. We'll me.
0: find out next week in our consensus list where it really lies. Well, yours
2: didn't even that. <laughs> the fact. Well, that you, we
0: get to reveal our individual lists, though.
2: That's well, what I'm saying. The fact that it's not even in your top five, I I don't. Five's a slim number. I Come don't on. understand it because
1: that. I I thought for a second we were all gonna so have did, the same. So did one, I, but then I honest. saw him. But, now that Jake revealed that it's not his number one, I think I know what Jake's number one is, but I'm I'll not going to say all guess. But
2: yeah, that whole or let scene. let you two guess. That, from the second that he, Ben starts twisting, the, I can't even talk back, because it's just the whole entire scene is perfect. It is literally perfect.
1: I didn't talk about the Snoke Death as much, but because I knew Brian was going to bring it up, but the Snoke Death is I, epic. I, I love it.
2: That was the start of my job being on the ground, and then all of a sudden they just start battling together, and I just, yeah, that's. That, just that whole sequence might be one of my favorite memories ever going to a movie. Just the people well, around me the yeah. the audible like, oh, when the when Snoke dies my me like freaking out Jake next to me like just laughing at me going like not like <laughs> I I think that probably helps.
1: Well, that me. moment and the snap in Infinity War are the two like craziest moments in theater for I me can, ever. Yeah,
2: for me, it, it probably be that scene in Infinity War. And those were six months apart. Portals open up. Yeah, but it's. <laughs> Yeah, that Praetorian Guard scene is a masterpiece, and the music that go
0: with it—it's it, just yeah. I, I could go on and on and on. Cool. All right. um Any guesses on what my one is? Honestly, <laughs> yeah. I,
2: I my mind is so blank. The fact that this isn't in your five, there's I there's one the scene answers. that I could that I'm thinking of, but I don't. I don't know.
1: It's on your T-shirt. Brian, what do you think? No. It's the moment on your
2: Um, The one... Well, I think it's... I don't know. The one thing that I keep thinking of that pops in my head with him is the ghost being in the background. Just because I you were freaking out about that for weeks. But I don't know if it can, It can't... It's not enough to be number one, so I don't know. Is, is it... Jacob's t-shirt? right. Yeah. It
0: is my t-shirt. It no, is my really? t-shirt. <laughs> uh, look, the, yes... the I am all the Jedi. This moment in The Rise of Skywalker, um, it starts, it, it begins right away when Ben Solo gets pushed off the edge and it's Rey versus Palpatine. It's granddaughter versus grandfather, technically, I guess you can say. Um, or Palpatine, versus Palpatine, clone versus clone, whatever you want to say. Um, <laughs> and it's just, it is exactly what I love about Star Wars. It is exactly what I love about Star Wars. And, you know, she pulls... Uh, uh, ben Solo, or uh, her own lightsaber. She has Leia's in her hand and she pulls her own lightsaber and she pulls the cross card. And Palpatine's doing his whole spiel and he's like, I am all the Sith. And then she's like, F that, I am all the Jedi. And then just disintegrates his bitch ass. <laughs> like, it is such a great scene. And the way that she uses all of her power to defeat him, um, truly solidifying herself as a good light or a, a light
1: force user, I should say. Um, well, you could include all the Jedi speaking to that her, that, her. I, I definitely, would, that's, I definitely yeah. would
0: have gotten that. I mean, it, look, we have not just Luke, um, not just Leia. We have Mace Windu. As-so-sa. We have Anakin Skywalker. Oh, we, have hey Ahsoka, we have Ahsoka. We have you know Yoda. We have Obi-Wan. We have all of these characters in there that Amen, are talking to her. Um, I already mentioned Mace Windu, guys. Um, you're listening thinking about Ahsoka. I'm just relax Liam um, all of these characters are talking to her and it calls back to the very first time we saw her in the movie where she's trying to channel these these uh past users she's trying to channel the force and in that moment in the for in the uh moment of need where she's really kind of finding out who she really is and who she's choosing to be not who she is but who she's choosing to be she is finally able to channel them and they are all with her she is the jedi she is a thousand generation of Jedi and she uses that power to defeat the evil and it is by far the best moment in the sequel trilogy by far yes i said it by far the best moment in the
1: sequel trilogy I don't blame you for it i you know it's it should be on my list and maybe if i redo it it, it might sneak on there but it is it is such a great moment and maybe because do you love everything leading up to it with Palpatine like the whole scene with Palpatine at the end do you love that because I think that I don't necessarily love the whole entire sequence with between her and Palpatine and in with Ben and her there's a lot of greatness in there but the whole thing kind of like the lead up to it wasn't as great but from the moment where she's lay, laying down say be with me and all that stuff until she disintegrates him is absolute gold but uh, it's—I don't know. Maybe this lead-up stuff wasn't, you know, as good. So I—I'm—I I, mean, I'm one of the few that I think I—I li- I like the
0: lead-up. I, I like when you know he figures out that they're a diet in the Force and he takes their Force power and he kind of reimagines himself a little bit and he gets the yellow eyes back and his fingers aren't as crinkly anymore and um, he's, <laughs> he's able to do crinkle. it. A little, he doesn't even have wrong, fingers. Well, okay, he—he grows his fingers back like, a little bit. Yeah. Um, I, so, I, I enjoyed the lead up because it was kind of like this all culmination of everything. And, um, you know, it, it kind of plays into that moment for me. And I don't know how I feel about the whole, you know, extended lightning thing into the sky thing. That's the one part of it that I don't know how I feel about. But as far as everything with her and Rey and Ben, I enjoy all of that aspect that when they're on the ground in Exegol, personally. Yeah.
1: yeah. No, it's, it's definitely one of the biggest moments in Star Wars. It, it has to be. And I think. Once we get further away from it, other people will start to realize that too. It's way better than the throne room. Scene. <laughs> it's just not even close.
2: <laughs> not even
0: close.
1: I agree with Brian on this one. Yeah.
0: Obviously, y'all yeah, are like, wrong. No,
1: yeah. well.
0: We most. know what's not going to be number one on the consensus list, guys.
1: Absolutely not. <laughs>
0: did you make our list?
1: Well, if we're doing a consensus list for all the yes. movies, right? It was, it was never going to be number 1. Wow. Well, I'm going to I'm going to damn make sure that Throne Room <laughs> Seed is not the number 1 on the list. You can kiss my, because <laughs> I'm sure. Is. Well, Jake is the one who puts together the list nope, and doesn't show I'm doing numbers, it this so. time. No, you're not. What <laughs> no, the hell? It's going to be rig. I don't rig it. I don't not rig anything. You guys you guys think I rig every single one I, of them. I know just don't. <laughs> And it, it somehow, watch, it's not even a Star Wars movie, but Winter Soldier's <laughs> moment is going to end up on there somehow. <laughs> just like,
2: just like... Uh,
1: the street <laughs> fight scene between Cap and, and Bucky's for sure going to be on this list. Just, yeah, exactly. Just like he always rigs the, um, you haven't seen what, right, Jacob? Uh, well, he couldn't rig the last one. True. I can't bad? rig any of them. I, I, even though it wasn't yeah maybe, i know right
2: maybe he did I, somehow I mean, whatever
1: guys
0: whatever all right all right let's let's get to the let's get to the uh the overall five here we'll re- reveal our five uh jacob i'm gonna go back to you man what are your five best moments of the sequel trilogy before we got here okay are
1: we not so doing one.
0: Oh, oh oh yeah, you're right let's let's run through some honor rolls real quick good call brian good call go okay. ahead jacob
1: We'll Honorables, definitely, I Am The Last Jedi is, is an honorable man. How high um, on the honorable the deep, Um, It is around number Ugh, seven. You suck. Around number seven. But to be honest, it's it's more like the thing is it's better than some of the moments I have. You know, up maybe it's up till all of them. like it should be my number four, but it's just – it's more about taste. I don't know because it's definitely more important than the beginning of the – force awakens and ray Light. it should be your number four what What? yeah uh
0: what what the (laughs) hell
1: (laughs) no i just when i when i was doing it i just felt like no i like these moments better so that's just how i felt absolute fake if we were ranking if we were ranking most important moments in Star Wars, and you know, it would de- it would probably be or uh, on, of this trilogy, it would probably be number one. If I if it was, he went from seven that way.
2: to four <laughs> to one.
1: I'm about to walk <laughs> out of here. Oh. What the hell? Oh my god! No, I'm saying it's it's officially in my number seven spot. <laughs> well, we'll see how that goes. to the consensus
0: list. I got a
1: twenty yeah. coming your way, buddy. but anyways, <laughs> I have i uh, <laughs> I'll give you your Chipotle card back. I have Han explaining uh, the Force and what happened with Luke in the Force Awakens. Yeah. When he starts saying how he used to didn't think it yep. was real, and he tells them, "Oh, it's real." And he tells a story about how Luke rat, uh, had a Padawan who went to the dark side and all that stuff. That is a great, great moment. Um, you got I one have.
0: More. Stop uh, saying them
1: all. Eb8 thumbs up. <laughs> you can say one more yeah, or two more, whatever. No, that's it, really that's all right so i mean i have kylo stopping the blaster bullet but that's the same mm -hmm. it ties in with the rest of the so my number six you don't get to go so my my number six
2: um no it's not we're not gonna not follow the order until this part
0: because if mine gets
2: says i'm gonna be (laughs) this is my show um
0: my my number six the one that i have been teetering with that was going back and forth was the Han explaining uh luke and the force to ray oh nice that was the one that i almost had at number five for me um and the other one i have is uh ray flying the falcon in the force awakens when she first flies the falcon with the two tie fighters that's a great um i'm I'm a ship guy obviously and uh or a flying a a dogfight guy is what i should say and the way that she controls the falcon is what i absolutely love about her flying that ship when she hits the brakes and the and then she points the gun at the tie fighter and finch like it's just it's brilliant how it's crafted um you know can't go without mentioning a few of them but i'll let brian go first
2: uh so for me the one i remembered while you were talking that would probably have shifted my whole entire list is the opening of rise of skywalker when he's on mustafar mm. in just absolute colors, oh just nice wrecking people Re- like that is the type of stuff i love like just like and then he does like that like moonwalk backwards and stabs like just brutalness like that. Uh just like Rogue One, uh the hallway scene, just like where it's just mm-hmm. absolute brutalness. Um another one that almost made my list was uh the um the snow fight. Um and the one that sent oh no I have two two sentimental ones that would have made it if I could was uh just Han and Chewie, the first time they set back on the Falcon saying Chewie we're, were home. home. Yeah. Um, and that...
0: Yeah,
1: Chewie were home is a yeah. big one. And then my well. last
2: one, I love the scene of, I, I just say Kylo's redemption, when he talks to Han Solo again. That, uh, or yeah, the the Han vision? Yes, where he's not a force ghost, he's not... It's just... the dream, it's a dream, essentially. Yeah, it's his a figment of his imagination. He has... He, I mean, he's doing that, and but and it makes sense. Like, it if he was a force ghost, we would be all hating that scene. But it it's just literally, <laughs> just it, it's him. It's Ben.
1: Well, they say it in the dialogue too that I'm. It's just your memory yeah, or something. so I
2: I yeah. just really love that scene. But yeah, for me that Mustafar scene. Oh.
0: Um, so I have the Praetorian Guards as well, obviously. Uh, nothing's ranked from from the back end of my list, but um, two that I'm surprised weren't mentioned at all. One's the Holdo Maneuver from The Last Jedi, um, Ooh, the Lightspeed, and one. also uh, Han's death uh, on Starkiller Base. Uh, um, I skip that scene; it
2: guts me every time. Well,
0: it's a great moment. Ugh. It's a great moment. Here's,
2: I can't when Chewie when Chewie. <laughs> Oh, but Chibi Screams, that's terrible, yeah. And then Ray afterwards, it's like, I can't, ugh, his face, oh, I can't uh-huh. watch that scene. Totally. Kills me. No,
1: a- yeah, that's a great moment, too. It's hard, but it's like Han Solo dying is one of my favorite moments. It's <laughs> yeah. hard to say yeah, that. I feel you. you know? that's I feel why. you weird. Yeah.
0: Um, all right, well, now we can get to our five through one. Uh, Jacob, start us off, man. What are your five?
1: Yeah, so my number five is the opening of the... The, uh, excuse me, The Force Awakens. The opening of The Force Awakens with Kylo Ren. My number four is the reveal of Rey using Force lightning in The Rise of Skywalker. My number two is Yoda showing up to talk to Luke as a Force ghost in The Last Jedi. Uh, that was my number three. My number two is Rey pulling the lightsaber out in the snow in The Force Awakens. And my number one is the throne room scene in The Last Jedi. Uh,
2: my number five is Rey shooting lightning out of her hand. Uh, number four, Kylo and Rey's fight scene in episode nine. Uh, number three is the opening of episode seven. Number two is the space part battle of Exicle. And number one is the best scene of all of Star Wars, the Praetorian Guards.
0: <laughs> Whoa. That, I highly, highly disagree with that, but that's okay. Oh, um, Star Wars. All right, number five for me is the disappearing lightsaber trick in The Rise of Skywalker. Uh, i have luke's crate projecting at number four in the last jedi number three is kylo ren versus Rey for the force awakens on Starkiller base number two is yoda coming to speak to luke on the last jedi or in the last jedi excuse me and number one is i am all the jedi ray's moment in the rise of skywalker very, very different list. Mine awesome. is way out there compared to your <laughs> Yours is way wrong. Um, All right. So as we mentioned, <laughs> yeah, whatever. As we mentioned up top, um, we are officially done ranking the trilogies, guys. We have our five moments for every single trilogy, nice. and this is all going to come together in one giant consensus list uh, that'll be coming out in the next two weeks. That's that's. We're changing it up a little bit. We're going to do two episodes on these moments because we're not going to do five. We're actually going to do ten. Because there's nine movies, limiting it to limited, limited. Oh my God, limiting, limiting it <laughs> to five moments uh, feels a little bit shortchanged, and so we're gonna move yeah. it to ten, and uh, we're gonna come together with a point system that allows a consensus list for the Padawan panel, um, and we'll we'll reveal our our individual list as well. But we're gonna be sitting down and ranking these moments in order probably to like 15 or Intenses 20, something like that. Wise, yep. um, and then we'll come together on point system and we'll reveal them over the next two weeks. So the first episode will be 10 through six and the final episode will be five through one. And so make sure you guys check those out. We'd really love for you guys to join us on that one.
1: So uh, my brother had a suggestion. I was telling him what we're, we're doing these videos. He watches the show, Sweet. by the way. What's up, man? Um, and he was saying... Wait, is that Johnny? We should do... Uh, no, my brother is... You guys oh, okay, haven't met okay. him, I don't think. Uh Johnny is. Oh, oh, got it,
0: got it, got it, got it, got it.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, I was—he was saying we should do top five moments in Rogue One and Solo because we just left those movies out. Top five moments of the spinoffs. I'm, hey, I'm not against that at all. Neither am I. I'm totally not against it. It's not a bad idea, right? The things. thing is, there's only two, but I, I was thinking we could do, we could throw the Mandalorian in there, but that'd be—I don't know if a TV show and and uh, uh movies would mix, but it's all live if action. We did. I don't even
2: think. I might have enough to keep Mandalorian out.
0: Yeah, so would I. I think I would, too. So. We could probably just do
1: the movies. I mean... Oh, we could. We could do top five moments of the I'd be down, down for that. Or it's top five Not moments of
0: a Star Wars story. I kind of want to do yep. top five worst
2: moments of the trilogies.
0: We that, could do that. We could do that eventually. We'll do them back-to-back. Maybe we do it at the end of the year or the beginning of next year or something yeah. like that for sure. Because there definitely are a lot of those. I would
1: love... And we need topics, yes. right? So I would <laughs> love to
0: just have you, me, and
2: him sit down with pizza and battle out to just see just instead of ranking just what we can get out of a top
0: 10 because it'd be fun all right guys well there it is this week's podcast again this is the top five moments of the sequel trilogy for the skywalker saga Uh, thank you guys for joining us as always we really really appreciate it Um, you guys can find us on twitter not just youtube but twitter instagram uh, we are up on well, so Anchor, Apple, Spotify, Google, all those podcast platforms. You guys can just search either Apocalypse Movies or Patreon Podcast, and the show will pop up. Um, if you guys head to our merchandise and buy some shirts, make sure you guys tweet at us, send some photos of the shirts, whatever. We'd love to see that. Retweet you guys. Have some conversation. Um, and as always thank you guys for joining us for Jacob all the way across town Obi-Wan Jacoby across the galaxy, all, across the galaxy. We'll, we'll use that from now on um, <laughs> 20 yeah, minutes yeah Mr. Rossino Brian, uh, Brian Alessino and myself Jake Berlin aka qui Jake we thank you guys for joining us we will see you guys next week and may the force be with you